As the most connected generation to enter the workforce, Generation Z knows all about the power of influence. So what does this mean for employers looking to engage this new cohort of talent? I'm Hamish Coots, and you're listening to Talent Talks, brought to you by SEEK. Alexia Hilbertidou founded Girlboss New Zealand at just 16 years old as an organisation to empower young women in leadership, science and tech, engineering and maths. In just over three years, it's become a network of 13,000 young women across Australia and New Zealand. We spoke to Alexia at the 2019 World Employment Conference. I want to start talking about Gen Z. You know, we've done a, a couple of podcasts and we've spoken to some people about Gen Zs, but uh, here I am, privileged enough to be sitting uh, with in the front Gen of one, yeah. a live one. This is amazing. Yeah. Um, so it's not very often that we get that. Tell us about your generation. What, what, what have you found and, and what are you guys really passionate about? What makes you different from other generations? Yeah, so Gen Z are aged between uh, 10 and to 22. Uh, and I'm been 20, a part of Generation Z myself, and I work with tens of thousands of Gen Z, and what I've really learned is that they are a very unique, a very diverse generation, uh, and there's very uh, activist focus, very passionate about uh, getting out there in the community, uh, very passionate about uh, their careers. We're seeing that very uh, financially uh, focused generation, very entrepreneurial, and uh, very, uh, not very brand loyal and really uh, planning on having multiple jobs within their, their lifetimes and also seeing uh, that Generation Z prioritise uh, financial security, that's perhaps quite interested, interesting for recruiters. Uh, so we're seeing that for Gen Z the number one uh, factor when considering a career is that it's well paid. So that's quite different from the millennial generation. They grew up in the 2008 global financial crisis. That was a really defining moment for Generation Z. So we really are looking for that financial security and stability. And when it comes to technology, obviously, you know, you guys are tech natives. You've kind of had it since the moment you pretty much were born, right? These devices were around. And how do you connect? Um, what do you communicate with? Where do you guys hang out with online? Yeah, for Generation Z, uh, you know, tech is incredibly important, but it's just uh, really implemented in all areas of their life. Uh, and so we're seeing uh, that Generation Z is so globally connected. And I think uh, you know, Generation Z can be described as overwhelmed, overconnected, overstimulated, you know, the constantly 24-7 access to a smartphone. Uh, and so that has really interesting consequences on, on the mindset of Generation Z. I think in one hand, they're very... Uh, globally inspired and internationally connected you know they're hearing the stories from 15 year old activists and being inspired and asking themselves what can I do they're bypassing the usual bureaucracy for information and and, and being motivated and, and inspired and so connected by people all around the world uh, on the other hand also they, they can be quite fearful and quite overwhelmed by the just the sheer amount of information that they're they're taking in I mean for example I remember when I, I've always been really passionate about activism, but you know, seeing live streams of global tragedy 24/7 uh, plugged into their to their smartphones. I mean, are young people designed to process such suffering on such a mass scale? And so we're seeing real high rates of things like anxiety in Generation Z, which is something that I'm personally really uh, concerned about. Like what you hear. Tune in to more Talent Talks by hitting the subscribe or follow button in your favourite podcast app. Just search Seek Talent Talks. So you, you, you speak a lot about the new generation of, of young leaders. So what does Gen Z style of leadership look like? 
Yeah, I see Generation Z leadership as very purpose-focused, uh, very mission-focused, uh, and even for recruiters when uh, they're looking at engaging Gen Z talent, Gen Z really want to be part of something bigger than themselves. They want to be inspired. They want to feel like they can make a difference. They want to feel uh, like they're moving forward. Uh, a large portion of Generation Z imagine that we will lead others one day. So how do we create a space uh, where Generation Z feel like they're really, uh, they really matter and what they're contributing matters is, is crucial. So if you're looking at gender equality in leadership and um, you know around New Zealand, we think it's around about 2% of um, publicly listed New Zealand companies have female CEOs and in Australia we think it's around 15 um, companies that have female CEOs that are publicly listed. They're, they're fairly small numbers. What are your views on how we can actually build and foster the next generation of female leaders? Yeah, it's really disappointing when we're looking at those statistics and we've seen that women have been uh, in companies and leadership positions for years now but still not seen the shifts in our leadership uh, statistics. So it's something that we really do need to be taken seriously and we need to be making tangible action, uh, starting by investing in young female talent, uh, fostering relevancy with uh, young people, investing in female leadership. We run leadership programs for young women as young as 13. So we start to see already those subconscious biases impacting young women from the age of six, already having less confidence in themselves and their leadership abilities. So really passionate about let's make sure that we're really walking the walk and investing in young female talent. Uh, also recognising the uh, incredible female talent that is already existing in organisations and we're seeing that there is subconscious bias and that women aren't always uh, promoted at the rate that they, they should be. So definitely you know, training uh, organisations to recognise uh, subconscious bias is hugely important. Interesting because although as we speak at the moment we're recording you have a female Prime Minister. Yeah. Which is, which is interesting, isn't it? It, it is interesting. Yeah. I think it's amazing that, uh, and a lot of young women that I work with are truly inspired by, by Jacinda Ardern, but then I also feel that there, there could be an issue where people think, well, if our Prime Minister is a female, then problem solved, and, and, and what are you talking about? Uh, but we're still seeing very low rates of females on, on New Zealand boards, on, in our CEO position, so you know, still work needs to be done. What excites you the most about Gen Z leadership when Gen Z come into leadership positions for those that aren't yet. What, what, what excites you? What are the possibilities? Yeah, I really hope that uh, Generation Z and, and what I'm seeing is that really breaking down bureaucracy and really shifting uh, how we see leadership. So leadership in the past was often about power, whereas leadership today is about influence. We only need to look at the Gen Z heroes. So we've got 15-year-old Greta, who I would say is the the rock star of Generation Z. Uh, she is a Swedish teenager who striked from school every Friday and sat on the steps of Swedish Parliament in protest of government inaction around the climate crisis. And she motivates and has inspired millions of young people to walk out of school uh, in the school strikes for climate. And, and her story to me really just shows that you don't need to be in a position of power to have uh, have influence and that actually that influence can be more powerful. We see you know, 12 year olds with uh, bigger followings than, I don't know, probably some, many religions, you know, on, on their YouTube channels. So we're really seeing that there's these huge shifts and, and actually, thanks to technology, there's that ability for that voice to be, um, to reach such a mass scale. So most of our audience will be in HR or recruitment, talent acquisition, and obviously they are looking at marketing their positions to Gen Zs to get the right people into the right positions. So when Gen Zs are looking for jobs, how should recruiters be actually thinking about targeting them? How should we be contacting them and what's important to them? Yeah, so the number one uh, thing that Generation Z are really looking for is authenticity. So they want to see that their brands are 
adults showing up and really walking the walk, right? They're not just out there talking about how they're passionate about diversity or passionate about inclusion. They're actually willing to invest early, to, uh, to, to invest in diversity and inclusion and really do the work. And that's something that is a huge value for generations is that authenticity. So my message will be make sure that you're authentic. Make sure that you're showing up for the causes that you say that you care about. Make sure that if you you say that you're passionate about diversity and inclusion, that you're actually your leadership team is talking about it. That you're putting in programs to address potentially the lack of diversity in your organisation. Definitely uh, staying really focused on that authenticity is crucial for engaging Generation Z. And when they actually arrive in the workforce, what's important then? We talk about you know walking the walk, but to keep them happy, engaged, and keep achieving in the workforce, what do you think are some of the key factors that employers need to be thinking about? If we look at career values for Generation Z, we see number one is leadership development. For the millennial generation, it was collaborative work environments and work-life balance. Generation Z are highly realistic, highly pragmatic, and they really want that leadership development. So ways in which you could bring that in for a new Gen Z talent would be giving them some sort of you know role and things like chief photographer officer or chief Twitter officer, any way, um, give, allow them to be a mentor to high school students, allow them to have leadership roles or ways they can start projects or be part of something within the organisation, something they really, really crave. Uh, they don't want to just be part of a mass machine, they want to feel like they're making a difference and they're, they're really valued. Yeah. And every generation is probably known for bringing a specific set of soft skills or core skills into the workforce. What do you think Gen Z naturally bring in to the workforce that perhaps different from millennials or Gen Y? I think a really defining factor for Generation Z is just how realistic they are and how pregnant, how they're willing to do the work. So we see Generation Z are more willing to work overtime than uh, than any other generation. So they're more willing to actually get out there and and, and, and and get the job done. So I think that is a real strength of Generation Z, and that's why we've seen Generation Z having huge success and pushing forward a lot of the the movements that we're in we're in currently. That's why we're seeing the biggest mobilisations of young people this world has ever seen because Generation Z willing and are holding other people to account and willing to make the sacrifice to get the job done. It's interesting in terms of stereotypes there was always that stereotype around for millennials that they were either entitled or lazy. I'm interested are there any stereotypes that are probably not quite accurate around Gen Z's that are you know that you're hearing that you see um, in the workforce is that played itself out yet? I think a lot of people are a little bit scared of Generation Z because they are so active you know they're so activists we're seeing a real rise of something called cancel culture which is uh, basically when someone is cancelled and if you're not aware of the Gen Z sign cancel no I'm it, not you'll, yeah. have, you'll have to explain this for me let's yeah see. so someone's cancelled that means that they are just if someone's done something really not cool they're just cancelled that's just okay. a phrase uh, and <laughs> so <laughs> um, sounds violent but I'm yeah like <laughs> just like cancel they're, they're irrelevant now yeah. often what that sort of creates is almost being quite unforgiving in Gen Z and I, and I think that's something that I, I really push with the young gen that I work with is make sure that we're, we, we are still being forgiving and that we're not seeing things so so black and white. It's something that a lot of companies are, are, are very fearful of is that we do have a rise of cancel culture. So if your CEO is seen tweeting something that isn't aligned with Gen Z values and that can have huge impact on your brand. Uh, if even an employee is um, caught in a, a live stri- Facebook live stream of saying something uh, racist to a customer, that can have huge impacts on your brand. So really um, showing up and being authentic when you're scrutinised and at a very, uh, you know, Gen Z aren't afraid to scrutinise and they're unafraid to question what you're doing. 
Uh, and even for me, as someone that works with thousands of Gen Z, I have to constantly be made sure that I'm accountable, that I'm the walk in the walk in everything that I do. Uh, because Gen Z aren't afraid to actually have their voice heard. Obviously, you're, you're a major advocate for young women in, in STEM. Do you believe that Gen Z um, will be a catalyst for major pieces of change? You know, what's been traditionally male-dominated? I know we touched on that before, but are you optimistic about some major change and more female involvement in STEM? Yes, I'm really optimistic. I'm really hopeful. We've got a lot of work to be done. It's currently only 3% of 15-year-old girls in New Zealand are even considering a career in technology. Uh, only 8.3% of our chartered engineers are women. We've got huge uh, amounts of work that needs to be done. Uh, but I really hope that Generation Z can be the trailblazers, the ones to push forward boundaries for women in these spaces, and that we're not having those conversations 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years down the track, that we're actually seeing Gen Z being the generation to reach full gender equality once and for all. And that's a mission that I'm really uh, excited about and a mission that I really do believe Gen Z can achieve. That was Alexia Hilbertidou founder of Girl Boss New Zealand. For more Talent Talks episodes, subscribe or follow Seek Talent Talks in your favourite podcast app.